Welcome to Merkaba Chakras, where we talk Buddhism in the fifth dimension. Welcome to another podcast episode of Merkaba Chakras. I'm your host, Vaughn Galt, and today we talk to author and bioenergy teacher, Changor Daniel about how to use bioenergy healing for overall wellness in our bodies and in direct connection to the Christ consciousness of source itself. So with that, Changor, welcome to Merkava Chakras. Thank you for having me. Oh, thanks for taking the invitation. I love energy healing is one of my favorite topics to talk about um, and connecting to the crystalline consciousness of source. So before we dig into your work, um, can you tell us how you even got into this in the first place? This is not a normal career path. (laughs) I'll I'll try to make it fast. (laughs) It's a long story. Uh, It all started in Yugoslavia. Um, I was born and raised there in a Hungarian family. I would consider it kind of normal. Dad was a chemical engineer. Mom was an art teacher. And so I I liked both directions. I actually went to study engineering in college. And about halfway through, my dad's friend was visiting. And um, he was an editor for a magazine. He was very much into all kinds of weird stuff, you know, energy and and, uh, uh, crystals and whatnot. And he was telling my dad something. And I thought it was a joke because my dad was laughing but he was showing him the energy, how he could feel it. Mm. And so I, I dropped everything and I'm like, whoa, whoa, wait a second. You know, let me see this. And there was something that I felt my whole life, but I never knew what it was. Mm-hmm. And he showed me how to feel the, the energy and all of a sudden everything clicked. And I knew that everything changed right then. That night I could not sleep. My mom also got a treatment from him. She could not sleep. Well, he was an amateur. I mean, he wasn't really, you know, uh, an expert in energy healing, but he knew how to show it to us. He Mm -hmm. just did some things wrong. Mm -hmm. But anyway, it was good enough to start. So I tried it on a few friends, you know, a little bit of stopping some pain or somebody's headache. I I had no idea what I was doing. I just knew I was feeling this energy and I I could move it and manipulate it. And my, my best friend at the time was uh, an ultra marathon runner. Mm-hmm. They had distances of, I don't know, 88 kilometers or something. And his, his uh, ankle was hurting constantly. So he goes, hey, try this thing on, on my ankle. You know? So he was my first real you know, client, real experiment. And we were both like, whoa, I feel this, I feel that. And main thing was that his pain was gone. Mm. And and it never really came back. Oh, good. So then it was it was just experiments uh, for a while, and then one day my my mom's back started hurting. I said, "Well, let me check it out," you know. So she stood in the in the middle of the room, and and I kind of visualized pulling that pain out of her, you know, mm. taking taking it away. And at one point, my mom started leaning back. I'm like, what the heck? My, I push my hand forward. My mom goes back forward. And I'm standing behind her. She doesn't see what I'm doing. And again, I pull my hand back and she comes back. I'm like, mom, what are you doing? She goes, nothing. What are you doing? I, said, I don't know. <laughs> and it went back and forth like that. Mm-hmm. So at the time, you know, college years, we were out in the pub every night, pretty much. Uh, small town. And I told my buddies what happened. And they're like, yeah, right. You know, nobody would believe that. So we made a bet in beer. And I was able to move my my friend. Then the next one, then the next one. And by the end of the night, the whole pub was into it. We're like, man, this is something, you know, cool, something new, something we've never seen before. And of course, very freaky as much as cool. So I didn't know what to do with it. A couple of weeks went by and uh, I was watching the TV with my mom and 
sort of like 60 minutes type of show, they uh, uh, talked about this guy in Croatia. His name was Denko Domancic. And he was on this small Adriatic island and you could see aerial views of people snaking around in these small streets waiting in line to see him. Mm. And they showed him in action and he was literally bending people without touching them and, and moving them like, whoa, this is the guy. I, you know, I need to meet him. Until then, I've never seen anything like it. Yeah, in kung fu movies, you know, but old Chinese fake kung fu movies. So I tried to, to uh, get in touch with him. This is the late 80s. Um, no cell phones, no Google, no, you know, nothing. Uh, pretty bad telephone lines at the time. So eventually I got in touch with a, a hotel clerk on the island who informed me that, no, he was not there anymore. Hmm. So that was it. Then another two weeks went by and my marathon running, runner buddy uh, ran over with the newspaper. Get it? <laughs> um, there was an article about a professor who was measuring the energy fields of the body. And he was in Belgrade. And it was that weekend. And somehow I got in. I don't know. I called him up, begged him something. And uh, uh, by then he measured thousands of people, whatever they can measure in the body. We all have everything you can measure in the radio, amps, mm -hmm. ohms, volts. And he would draw a conclusion out of that who's kind of a born to be a healer and who's not and so on, mm. at least according to him at the time. And so, what was this guy's name again? And so people would know. Uh, the healer's name was Denko Domancic. His, his in my book. I read his new book. Okay. So he's yeah, all in your book. Okay. I, I believe I have a link on my website to a documentary about him as well. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and what about the researcher that was doing energy readings on people to see who's uh, oh, yeah, I forgot his not. name okay. a long time ago. Okay. Um, Go on. It would pop in. Um, anyway, at, at the end of uh, those tests, he pulled me over and he said, hey, you, you really need to change professions. You know, you were born to do this. I'm like, yeah, great. But they don't teach this in college or mm -hmm. really anywhere. And the one guy I tried to find, you know, I can't find him. Now, don't worry about it. I have the guy for you. Mm. And we get in the car. We drive outside of Belgrade um, into a town uh, called Panchevo. And there in the hotel, he introduces me to Zdenko Domancic. So I get goosebumps every time I uh, tell the story. And so, yeah, I learned with him, studied with him, uh, worked with him a little bit. Uh, at that time, they didn't have a proper schooling for this, but basically had to show what you can do. And in essence, there were uh, about 20 of us who were first kind of officially recognized as, as healers in the country. Mm -hmm. uh, it was officially called uh, biotherapy or bioenergy therapy. And uh, uh, first month I had about 30 clients when I started working on my own. Uh, two months later, I had that many a day. Uh, the word of mouth uh, in, in Yugoslavia was that that strong. You'd stop somebody's headache the next day, the entire street knows about it. <laughs> um, quite the opposite when I came here. <laughs> mm -hmm. So I had a really good, uh, good thing going. Uh, I had a lot of clients, uh, worked well. And then in uh, the summer of 91, I came to the States for a vacation. Mm -hmm. I have uh, an aunt in New Jersey, went to you know, see her and travel around. And by the time I was going to go back, uh, the war started in, in Yugoslavia. So, yeah, let's stay a little bit longer, a little bit longer, a little bit longer. And then uh, here I am <laughs> still. In, in Florida. Yes, yes. Yeah, so your practice is in Florida after. now. Yeah. Yes. But I've, I've been traveling uh, everywhere. Uh, I teach a lot in Europe in the summers. And, um, and now working on teaching online slowly, mm -hmm. but surely. Yeah, and, yeah we're going to uh, talk about the trainings in a, yes. a, a little bit later. Yeah. A lot to look forward to. And um, But before we get into that, can you explain what is bioenergy healing for people who are not familiar with it? Sure. Well, first, we have to explain what 
energy healing is or what is really energy that we are we're talking about um first of all our bodies you know they, they appear to be kind of solid right a little bit flexible but solid mm-hmm. but we know that good 70 percent of this is water now if i start jumping around you can't really hear it splashing right that's because it's it's contained in tiny cells tiny little water pouches so these cells we have trillions of them they're not the end of it you go a little bit deeper you'll find molecules in this case hydrogen and oxygen molecules that make up the water now we went from solid already into gases right now we go deeper into those and we'll find the atoms that's not the end of it either but let's stop there for a moment you have the atom which you know we saw that the model on teacher's desk you know there's the nucleus and the electrons traveling around or you've seen the model of the uh, solar system same thing sun and the planets traveling around it on certain distances now none of that was up to scale if it if it were if you could let's say squeeze the sun to be the size of a pea Pluto would be a mile and a half away and it would be the size of a bacteria. Uh, Of course, if the sun was this big, Pluto would be next county somewhere. So the, the, the planets are so tiny compared to the distances between them. Think of the atom the same way. You have the nucleus. Let's now magnify the nucleus to size of a pea. Okay, more like a pinhead. Let's try a pinhead. Put it in the middle of this middle of a stadium. The closest electron would be outside the stadium. Mm-hmm. Now these electrons travel around, you know, the atom at certain distances. Never collapse. Never, you know, anything happens. There may be another uh, atom that's missing the electron. Here's one that has extra space, you know, or extra electron. Oop, let's get together and so on. Now. If you look at the size of what we think of as matter in that atom, it's minuscule to the size of this field around it that Mm -hmm. that it uh, composes itself. So this electron travels around that stadium so fast. If we could see with naked eye, it would be a ball the size of a stadium, but really there's nothing in it. If you could compress all of that empty space, the entire population of this planet would fit in into a sugar cube. So, and even that is questionable. All of this, everything is energy. Now, our minds can comprehend 0.01% of the stuff around us. We can see some colors. We can't see everything. You don't see, you know, ultraviolet. I don't see infrared, none of that. Your dog cannot see a rainbow. Mm-hmm. It cannot sense it. So there are things that we can sense as well. But if you really look at it, you know, what is the entire universe made of dark matter? You know, everything. We can comprehend 0.01% of that or 0.01%. Huge difference, but, you know, it's it's hard to think about. And so... What is out there that we cannot see is what all of this is about. If you were born and raised and, and uh, they were showing you the energy that it's a normal thing, then it would be a normal thing now. Uh, if you were you know, raised that, hey, every day we stop at McDonald's, then that's a normal thing. Mm-hmm. Or we play soccer every day, that's a normal thing. So things become normal with, with some habit. So this is also very uh um how should i put this it's part of of every nation every population on this earth from the beginning of time but it was not something that they pushed in commercial uh if you look at evening news uh, 6 30 uh, national news it's all medication everything is, is uh, that's the advertisement Mm-hmm. Not how to heal, how to you know love each other, how to hug, and so on. Mm-hmm. So bioenergy itself 
uh, describes the human energy. Uh, it's known in China as qi, in Japan as ki, in the prana, and so on. Mm-hmm. So this is just a different method of, of uh, working with, with this energy. My teacher has, has healed about a million and a half people up to this. Oh, wow. Yes. It, amazing. Mm-hmm. So, you know, after about 100,000, you kind of figure out what works and what doesn't. And he put that into, into his system. Mm-hmm. I took over that system and I, and I adjusted it to, to my own uh, liking and my own persona and, and experience. And that's what I, what I pass on. So I added to his system some uh, uh, lessons on how to feel the energy and how to see the energy. Literally, anybody can learn either one of those in 10 minutes. It's, it's not a big deal. Right, right. It's, it's like those three-dimensional pictures, you know. You try to see it. You try it. Try it, And once you see it, you, your, your mind figured it out and you mm-hmm. will pick it up. Yeah. So in the... In the uh, um, the idea is basically that since everything is energy, we also have an energy field. Now, this desk that I'm sitting by, this energy will always be the same mm-hmm. until I burn this desk. My energy changes and your energy and everybody's energy changes all the time. It changes with your thoughts. It changes with your food. It changes with the environment and on and on and on. And these things we can talk about days. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the essence of, of the idea is that this energy circulates. Everything in the universe moves all the time. Nothing really stops. Mm-hmm. So when there is an obstacle in this, in this energy flow, that's when problems happen. When the energy stops moving, some places it can build up too much energy, some places too little. Mm-hmm. So all I do is, is I find those areas and balance them. Uh, a headache, for instance, 95% of the time, it's, it's uh, too much energy. It, mm. will take, it will take a couple of minutes to remove that energy and, and the pain is gone. Well, how do you, how do you use bioenergy healing to reduce, like say, the, the, the pain of a headache? Like what, what, tell us the steps or the process that you I'll, do. I'll, I'll explain that. I'll right, explain. We'll yeah. get there. We'll get there. So. Uh, technically, I mean, it's all about moving, manipulating the, the energy. Now, in, in massage therapy, for instance, you, you find a muscle palpated, you'll, you'll find a, a tough spot, you know, a, mm-hmm. a, a point that, that will radiate the pain around. You will feel uh, the tension, the hardness, uh, the depth, and so on. And you manipulate that. Here, we find the energy and we do the same except it's much easier to move energy once you, once you learn it. Right. So think of it, think of the flow as the river going up in the front and going down in the back. So mm-hmm. that's already a logical conclusion where there could be some problems. So especially now with COVID, I found a lot of people uh, with a lot of stress. It's almost like a nation that is stressed out. Well, P- PTSD is like our new... Frequency. Yes, yes. And, and the energy gathers up around the neck, the, mm. the stress, kind of almost like the muscles stress up. Mm-hmm. But when the energy tightens up there, blockages are, are created. Now, this can radiate any direction. It can create neck pain, headache, shoulder pain. Uh, it can indicate high blood pressure. So a lot of these, I don't even contemplate anymore. I just remove the excess, get the energy mm-hmm. moving. I don't really consider myself a healer per se. I mm-hmm. consider myself an energy engineer. Yeah, I redirect just... it. And, and basically, we give the body back its natural ability to heal itself. Right, right. Well, let me ask you something about that. Let's go over some common symptoms or common things. And, you, and please tell us what it is that you're doing when you're relocating or moving out this energy where it's, you know, it's, it's held so, in the body. Uh, uh, back to the energy. Mm-hmm. This is not my energy that I'm giving you. Or, you know, this, this energy is everywhere. It's just like the air. Mm-hmm. I inhale it, I exhale it. So as if I inha- inhale this energy and I exhaled it on you, 
except it's not a breath. Mm -hmm. So my body picks it up and keeps giving it when I, when I let it out. So um, in essence, I'm not moving, not using or losing my own energy. Mm-hmm. It comes from everywhere. Also, right. the energy that I take off, it, it's not necessarily negative or bad energy. It's just excess. Mm-hmm. So when you put this in a group setting, if there are 20, 30 people sitting around me, when I do this, whenever I take that energy off and I shake my hands off, somebody else may need it and their bodies will, will pull it in. So it's very interesting. Uh, when I, at the beginning, when I, when I studied with my teacher, we had these big groups of hundreds of people sitting around us. And there would be people who would come in with pain. Headaches were like super easy. Mm-hmm. Like you'd come in with a headache and sit there and watch for 10 minutes and boom, your headache is gone. So it's amazing what, what the energy can do, can do. I've been doing this now. Uh, I'm sure we'll get into this a little bit later, but um, I have been doing long distance healing for a very long time now, many years. Uh, that's my main activity right now besides teaching. And uh, I created a, a group uh, long distance healing as well, just to mimic these groups. Mm-hmm. Uh, every Tuesday and Friday at, at 9 a.m., uh, Florida time, Eastern time, for 15 minutes, anybody can can join us. All you have to do is, is you know, think of me for a moment. That's our connection. And uh, all I do is I just radiate the energy. Who, whoever comes can get their fill. So you have to, you know, work a little bit on yourself, concentrate on your own issues, and uh, just feel the energy flowing. It's, it's amazing how many, how many, uh, uh, cool letters I got about it and how people experience that. Right, right. So, um, we, so I want to clarify for that again. Who is it? Source that is doing the healing, or is it you, the facilitator? That's a good question. And I have been, uh, you know, when I was younger, I was really contemplating that. Mm-hmm. And also, I, you know, at the beginning, your ego goes. Well, yeah, I can heal anything. I can heal anybody. I did that. Yes. Then I learned about, you know, cases that I can't do because that happens. Um, Everything has, you know, as everything moves, I cannot, you know, raise the dead, uh, which is a question if anybody ever dies. Um, (laughs) We can go into all of this, right? The, so, the, the question between the source and not, uh, as I said, I don't believe that I'm the healer. I think this energy is everywhere. I just redirect it. Mm-hmm. Now, the, the big question between the chicken and the egg, it's either everything is the source or nothing is the source. There's no mm-hmm. in between. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, drinking the source i'm talking to it i'm watching it so uh, it can be anybody's uh, anybody's guess mm-hmm. and and uh, everybody has that idea again coming from their education and raising what that source is and mm-hmm. who or who is their god or who is um what i basically tell everybody i don't care what you believe in just believe in something even if it's that pastrami sandwich, you have to believe in something. Mm-hmm. 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 It just, so, uh, it, it makes life uh, a little bit easier. Right, right, right. So um, this being a Buddhism podcast, let me just kind of relate that for people. Energy isn't everything. Everything is energy. Every, consciousness is everything. And everything is consciousness. So it is consciousness itself, otherwise known as source, God, Allah, whatever you want to call it, prana, chi, whatever, is the one that's doing the healing. Yes. So we are just <laughs> conduits. We are facilitators. Yes. And in, and in essence, again, you're in, the, in, in it. You're, even your higher self is, is more connected to that. Um, I've, I've had many, many instances in long distance healing when I, you know, when I work one on one with somebody, we can talk, you know, it goes automatically. I feel the energy in my hands and, and it's an easygoing thing. 
when it's a distance healing, then, then I go into deep meditation and I visualize everything. I don't really talk to you. However, uh, I had a few instances with, you know, working with people in coma mm. and, and their higher selves would be right there. And, and we wouldn't be talking like this, but a different form right. of communication. And uh, it's a little bit freaky experience at first, but then you realize, well, it's all part of it. You know, it's, it's, uh, it's just normal, normal yeah. every day in in this neighbor in this <laughs> household well yeah definitely normal um well let me ask let me ask you some some i'm going to give you some exercises some questions um here because obviously there's no difference between distance healing and in-person healing in terms of the frequency the energy is everywhere in, and there in, is no, in term of results there's no difference there yeah there's no difference and the energy is everywhere and everywhere is the same place technically in the stream yes. of consciousness, the energy, there's, there's no time and there is no matter in terms of energy. So uh, whether it's across the world or right in front of you at, in your clinic there or in your office there, it's the same thing. Mm-hmm. So um, that's, that's, which is consistent with all energy healing modalities I've, I've interviewed and um, have come across. So I'm going to give you a series of questions uh, with common um, pain symptoms that people feel and then Please tell me what you have experienced in terms of and what your students have experienced in terms of their practice, Mm -hmm. uh, where typically is located, the dense energy is located in, and what do you do to move it out? So um, so you already talked about uh, the headaches. Mm -hmm. Um, What about um, chronic fatigue, where they like feel fatigue all over their body? What okay, is that? that's uh, that's one that one is uh, one of the the longer treatments. Uh, however, in in chronic fatigue, it's more a lack of energy, while while in a headache, it's excess energy. Mm-hmm. So really, uh, there there are only two variations here. When you know exactly what it is, you know you you with excess energy, you take the energy off. With too little, you add energy. However, you can't always know. There's a 5% chance that, let's say, your headache is from too little energy. So Mm -hmm. what we do in this type of uh, work, we actually add energy first uh, for a couple minutes. And how how are you doing? If you're better, then we know that's it. We covered that 5%. But more likely, you're not going to be any better then. And then we pull pull the energy off and and uh, take. So are you care doing of this? Are you doing this with your hands? Like you're like uh, with hands my hands, or well, if I'm in your doing intention, long you're... distance, then it's it's my my intention. I'm doing okay. it in my mind. So you either in person, you're doing you you're doing some. I'm hand... doing it with my hands, and it can be done with hands on or in, or, or without intention. touching. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you're you're, uh, you're you're connecting. So I'm just breaking this down for people so they can understand it. So it's not so mysterious. Um, right. I mean, it, yeah. it's just like a regular therapy. And, and in right. essence, uh, the, the, the basic version we teach uh, fully hands-on. Right. Uh, right. You'll learn how to you know, feel the energy for, for diagnostic purposes. But uh, as far as the healing at basic level, it's hands-on and, and that's it. Right. But the same works from, from you know, two feet or five feet or 5,000 feet. Right. Or through Zoom or whatever. But you so Mm -hmm. if it's long distance, you would just intuitive. Would you intuitively kind of gauge where um, the imbalance energy is and then focus on that with your intentions on like. Yes. And and this is also something that that comes to you with with time. When when I did long distance healing 30 years ago, I would, you know, it would take me a long time to get into a deep enough meditation then to visualize things. And I would go step by step, every part of your body, internal organ, try to see, visualize things. Mm-hmm. Then slowly I realized that it, it's better if I concentrate on the energy itself. And it, it appears to me now uh, in my meditation, uh, I guess it's just years of practice, um, like the healthy energy will appear clear, whitish, the, the dirty, dark areas I know have issues. And then right away, I'm drawn to the problem areas. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's much, much quicker. I can remove the energy much faster. It's, it's quite interesting, but it's, it's all really in how much and how well you can visualize 
and how much you can concentrate. Right. So when you're visualizing, you're visualizing like their aura field. And then if you're if you're noticing like a dark spot in their energy field that you're like, oh, you have some tension right here in your shoulders. And that's yes. Move it. Is that what you do? Yes. Okay. So and sometimes um, I can remove it just like that. Sometimes I have to get into literally into the organ and, and even work with with in, individual, uh, uh, you know, cells to a point. Mm-hmm. OK, well, let's talk about cell level. So what are you what when you when you or your students are impl- applying bioenergy to help heal the aura field of somebody let's say their whole cells have been infected by a parasite or something mm-hmm. a ringworm or you know whatever um what do you do on the cellular level if let's say their whole body or a specific part of their body has been um infected no, by but just to tell you had like the parasitic ringworms are really not in my everyday client list. Oh yeah. <laughs> I, I give I an example because most people recognize that one when they're talking about parasites. <laughs> yeah, I they're don't like, think oh, I yeah. would send you to a doctor. You know, get yeah, some yeah. cream. Um, get some cream, yeah. <laughs> um, 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 I mean, I'm promoting a, a lot of uh, self-preservation and and uh, you know, staying in in a healthy shape. So I don't just heal people. I after these these long distance sessions, I would write them a report, and many times recommend uh, dietary changes or or something. There there are too many, you know, the fake news and and whatever. What's good for you? What's not? Uh, ever since I've been in this country, you know, I've seen uh, sugar is good for you, sugar is bad for you. Oil is, you know, the the the. Let's do without. Uh, carbs let's do without fat let you know uh-huh. everything eggs are bad for you eggs are good for you but now we have we have this vast amount of knowledge you know you just click your computer on and if you can filter through you can find amazing uh, information mm-hmm. and a lot of the truth comes out yeah um so this is just just one of one of those things yeah. Uh, uh, with with your diet, you know, people concentrate on so many things, but the diet is the simplest thing. What you put in your mouth, you don't put diesel in your gasoline car. Mm-hmm. So why why mess this up? Right, and right. and it's not a huge uh, uh, undertaking. You know, simple things. Add good salt to your diet, for instance. Everybody's talking about salt. So how salt is bad for you? The salt is your main electrolyte in your body without mm-hmm, salt mm-hmm. your body cannot hold on to to the water you're going to be dehydrated right uh you drink too much water it pulls out your minerals it doesn't really give you anything but then what kind of salt is good for you you know just for your listeners quickly uh any salt with 97 percent or higher uh sodium chloride content is the mm-hmm. good salt um the best one comes from Bosnia, from Tuzla. It's uh, T-U-Z-L-A. Mm-hmm. Um, you can find them in some European stores. It's very inexpensive. It's 99.7% sodium chloride, almost pure. Mm-hmm. Uh, I literally put a quarter of a teaspoon in every glass of water I drink. And, yeah. you know, my blood pressure is fine. I'm still alive. Everything yeah. is good. Yeah. So... Yeah. So I mean, a lot of a lot of a lot of wellness. Even even when you're doing um, bioenergy, um, facilitating bioenergy healing, a lot of wellness is preventive. Eating eating whole foods, organic foods. Um, that as much as you possibly. I know in the United States it's really hard because everything's po- trying to poison you, but which is. <laughs> You and I are laughing because we're both in the United States and we're both like, oh, God. Well, I mean, everybody, every, well, not everybody, of course, but it's been a long time since we had to be scared whether we're going to have a meal that day or not. Yeah. So, you know, we can relax a little bit. The meals can be a little bit smaller, you know, split them or, or just, you know, find a, a midline somewhere. Right, you don't have right. to join any you don't have to join any of the cults you know right uh, what what to eat what not to eat right in Just, other countries it's easier because other countries you know like like um <clears throat> when monsanto for example one of the major gm modified food um producers 
um, they in other countries were banned. So, I mean, I, when I go to other countries and I look at, um, I go to the grocery store and I, and I look at the foods, I would see like a, a whole chicken would be the size of my hand. And then I would look at the, the whole chicken in the United States and it's almost twice the size. I'm like, how is it, you know? And so <laughs> because we pump so much um, to, yes. to make it um, bigger looking. Um, but that's not the point. The point is, is a, when it comes to energy healing, it, it's a balance of also being preventive. So, um, being, and, and yes, um, organic foods and then water, you were talking about water and adding a little bit of salt into that. So kind of try what filter your water or try to get more. Well, I mean, you want to water. drink alkaline water if you can, okay. or ionized alkaline water, even better. Um, yes, organic foods, vegetables, nuts, seeds, stuff. The uh, um, I want to go back to you just mentioned, you know, the energy. We have to talk about the mind as well, mm -hmm. uh, because everything is connected in this energy field: mind, body, spirit. It's all in this energy. Now you know you can have a, let's say, a bad day emotionally, and then you hit the gym or go for a run and you feel better. Right. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Same way uh, you could be kind of beat physically and then you see a good comedy or a good, good, you know, funny movie and you feel better. Mm -hmm. So this all goes together. And I'm, I'm shortening all of this information. It's, it's all in the book as well. What and how influences you. So, yeah, drinks, food, air, uh, water, on and on. The biggest influence on you is is right here, mm -hmm. and and right now during this this COVID pandemic, this is what spread all the stress. Not not the COVID, and not the you know stress doesn't come it's from psychological. Outside. It's mm -hmm. all all here. Yeah. So, you know, if it's if it's pouring rain outside, you can be angry and pissed about it, or you can enjoy the rain. It's good for the grass and so on. Mm -hmm. Either thought hasn't changed the rain right mm -hmm. i mean the weather stayed it's just how you look at it right and any negative thought even for a moment will weaken your energy tremendously <clears throat> excuse me and if you keep holding on to that negative thought like stress it will create almost like cracks in the in the energy field and keep it weak and that's when you're vulnerable to outer influences that's when you're your uh, uh, immune system is weak and, and just the overall mood is, is, uh, mm -hmm. is down. So best way to, to hold your energy strong and healthy is to be positive all the time. Mm -hmm. Now, how can you be positive when that, you know, car cut me off and whatever, you know, mm -hmm. it's nothing, nothing personal. Yeah. I get pissed on the road a little bit let it out 30 seconds and then move on because it is nothing personal. Everything else is personal only because you, you put it on yourself. You know, life is good. And, and if it's not, then look at it again. There are different angles uh, to it. Um, how else to stay positive? Yeah. Be in love, uh, be happy that all uh, it brings positive around you. We all have that one friend, you know, who's like, hey, how was your day? Uh, you know, same, mm -hmm. same mm -hmm. shit, different day, blah, blah, <laughs> <laughs> right? yeah. And yeah. then you have the ones who, when they enter the room, they're just lighting up the room, right? Which one are you drawn to? Mm -hmm. Of course, that one. Now, if we could all do that, you know, that energy would, would uh, spread the same way. Mm -hmm. it's, it's all in, in uh, our consciousness. And collectively, it can come out. I mean, Mick Jagger jumping on the stage, 100,000 people are all into that same energy, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So it can, go, it can go in the positive way. Right, right. So, so prevention and just maintenance of good psychological wellness, um, wholesome organic foods as much as you possibly can, Mm -hmm. clean water with some ionized and some um, 
filtering is good. And then just going out into nature and just getting clean air and just kind of breathing in the air and not kind of hoarding yourself into your little one bedroom apartment, <laughs> whatever, whatever the deal is, but actually try to, you know, go out for a walk and go, go outside um, and enjoy the Yes. And I mean, nature, look, we, we've been walking in tennis shoes for, you know, 50 years uh, in shoes for a few hundred years. I mean, uh, um, we were always connected to earth. Now you have a whole movement like, yeah, go out, do the earthing, do the, you know, grounding. Mm. You should have done it always. As kids, we were running yeah. barefoot. There was nothing wrong, right? Yeah. So now we have to think about it consciously to get out these insulated shoes and connect to, to the earth, feel the soil. Um, when you go out gardening, you are connected to, to the soil with your hands. Mm. When you, when you um, plant a tree, that's again a, a different energy you're giving back to the source or to the nature again whichever but i think it's it would be such a simple solution you know hey everybody plant a tree every year right right that's uh, seven billion trees this year right so um Chang-Gor, for for you or your students in in your current and past clients like when you are doing the bioenergy healing and you're finding dark areas in their aura field or you're finding dense um, excess of energy, where does this excess of energy come from? Is this, you know, how do they get it? Uh, it's a piling up. Think about uh, mm. a dam. There's a river, it's flowing nicely and whoop, you put a dam in there and uh, it just piles up. It's, it's pretty much uh, that. So your your body did but not. But is it stuff that's piling up? Is it like life issues that are piling up and creating the clogged dam? It in your could it field? could be it could be stress. It could be tightness in the muscles. It could mm. be bad posture, diet thoughts. It, all of that can create uh, something somewhere. Okay, so all that can create. So it, so it it could be like your life issues, your issues with X, Absolutely. Y, and Z that is Absolutely. creating the X because. So like when you're, when somebody is dealing with um, life, life issues or challenges in their life, um, aside from the food and water and all the other elements that go into mm -hmm. their, their, their personal wellness, if somebody is dealing with challenging life issues, for example, um, and that is, is it the attention or the, the uh, focus that we put on those issues that creates the excess energy that that hangs out in our, our, our energy. Uh, yes. Yes. I mean, you, you tense up from such thoughts. You right, can, right. uh, just like if you, if you watch, a, a an action movie with a lot of shooting and killing, you mm -hmm. tense up, you, right. you watch some kind of a love story or something you know, calming. It has the opposite effect. Same happens in your mind. Mm. You can do that when you read a book, but also when you think now you, Mm -hmm. Several times a day, you get into this alpha state of mind. You know, you daydream. It's mm -hmm. like a short meditation. Mm -hmm. But you can put stuff in your own mind during that time that will stick there. And yeah. it shouldn't. And yeah. uh, um, again, how do you not think of those things? It's hard. It, you can't not think of things. But you yeah. can focus on other things. Something that will create a positive reaction. Right, right. Yeah, well, I, what I found interesting is no matter the modality um, of energy healing, which I interview, take, for example, somebody's having um, issues of the heart, like they're, they're having like a broken, they're mending a broken heart over some kind of relationship or something. Oftentimes, it's their heart chakra or even the there's some, some darkness or dense issues kind of right around the heart area. Mm -hmm. um, or if they are dealing with, let's say they have a family member who is a pain in their neck they literally or that they 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 are not able to um resolve they literally are holding um the dark energy or the dense energy or tension in their neck and their shoulders um so it's almost like the issues in which we are focused and dealing with are we are also creating that imbalance in our bodies 
in the direct be, part those, of the English. Those sayings were not made up for nothing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you're a pain in the butt. You're a pain in the neck. <laughs> you're hurting my heart. <laughs> so we're yeah, really saying literal, exactly what's yeah. happening. Oh, that's so funny. And so, <laughs> and so those 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 sayings that we all say, like, oh, you're giving me a headache. You're giving me a migraine. All that kind of stuff. Um, <laughs> I, for some reason, in this with with this person or in 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 this situation i just i'm out of words i don't know mm-hmm. what to say so their their throat feels like there's like tense energy or or um dense issues in their throat area of their energy field so so all of these we really already know where our energy imbalance is we already most, know most people do and and the, many okay. of them you you can even trace back I remember in my childhood when this and this happened, right? And there are some things that you don't remember, but there is deep inside a uh, uh, chiseled in memory in your brain of that. Mm-hmm. And uh, it may have changed your life either way. Right? Mm-hmm. So I, I found not only that some people picked up certain things in their childhood, but it could have been in a previous life or mm-hmm. coming from their parents or or so. So it can get quite complicated, and and that's why I didn't didn't well, move that direction, you know. To, right, to look. right. <clears throat> so so when you are when you're using the different methods that you teach to everybody, and everybody go to the description for his courses. Um, he'll go in, he'll go into more details. But when you go through through the different methods to teach how to locate where the imbalance is, so that they can move it and get into a recalibrated harmonic frequency for their whole oral field or energy field um and you're also picking up um dense energy that is related to childhood trauma but then also past life trauma is how do you know the difference is it is it just intuitively you're just seeing it's, it's it or? uh it's uh, sometimes it comes in as a picture sometimes it's just intuition sometimes mm. i don't know i just uh, uh you know from experience can can predict that just like uh, many times, I don't know the exact issue. I don't have x-ray vision, mm-hmm. but uh, a, a conclusion from before how this energy moves or where it stopped, I could tell what what the, the actual issue may be. Not that I care us? because my goal is, again, to get the energy moving and it will resolve itself. Right, right. So I so don't you- really need to know. Right. So you really don't need to know like the details <laughs> because it's just with inbound energy move it and get into. Yes, but- yeah. If people don't know where or how that imbalance got there, wouldn't they recreate it again? They may, but that's what we tried to figure out how how that happened. Because so the, the you know just stopping pain is is really not a big deal. Uh-huh. It's finding the reason for that pain, and I that's what it. we dig in. You know, it 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 can be so many so many things so many variants that that it's impossible to uh to see everything ahead of time right like some people for the you know same issue i would let's say do five treatments for one person maybe only one for the other or 10 for the other one Mm -hmm. so unpredictable yeah can you tell us an example of one of your cases where the issue that you located in the aura field was related to a past life or a childhood trauma something that they completely forgot about um hmm let's see i'm just digging in into last yeah, week yeah. I, <laughs> um i mean it, it was it was uh, uh somebody had you know just an accident that was not even so physical at the time mm-hmm but uh, 30 years later came back as, as uh, a psychological issue mm-hmm. because it happened with mom and it, you know, and it was dragging on for years. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know these things. I just you know, noticed that was something and, and I fixed the energy and I told them what it may happen or what mm-hmm. it may be. And that's when everything came back as an avalanche from, from their end. Yeah. I have another case, uh, a lady, uh, a former client, she's uh, uh, an MD, asked me to work on somebody in Croatia, an old friend, 
Mm -hmm. uh, this was just a few days ago. He didn't know that he was getting a treatment. Um, we didn't know anything about each other, just this uh, connection at his picture, his name, and, and uh, some, some issues that he may have. Mm -hmm. And uh, I read something totally different. And uh, I told her, and, I, and she connected me with him. And he says, oh, yeah, that was, uh, you know, because it was a physical issue that, that they contacted me about. And uh -huh. I found something that was psychological and that changed everything. Yeah. So it, it can happen. Yeah. Well, oftentimes the psychological issue manifests in the physical issue, which is, yes. which is seen and held in your aura field. Mm -hmm. because it's all one it's all one it's just we're all we're just looking at, at at isolated like psychological body you know mind body spirit so we're just looking at as as an isolated thing but really it's all together so when, like when when you learn when you learn to see the energy um we we always do a demonstration in class mm -hmm. um we'd get somebody or i would show it at the wall mm -hmm. um everybody would see the energy. Okay, it's kind of around the head. Right. And now you think of something traumatic, something, you know, the, the worst day of your life, and it reduces like this. Mm -hmm. And then you think the happiest day of your life, and boof, goes mm -hmm. out again. So it, it literally happens in a moment. So right. I, I really like the, the Zen philosophy of whatever it is, is. I always pushed my own philosophy. You know, everything happens for a reason. There's something positive in everything that happens and go with the flow. And technically, I described, you know, almost Zen, but it's not because mm -hmm. in Zen, they, whatever is, is. Mm -hmm. So you just literally just go with the flow. Yeah. Um, Eckhart Tolle put it into, you know, modern times, but it, it's the same old philosophy. Yeah. We don't learn um, anything new. We just recognize the same things. And, and you are only alive right now. So you have to be in the now. You right. can't drag in something that happened yesterday. Uh, it will just be bigger today. Right. Right. And that's the thing. The thing about energy healing, no matter the modality that I interview or in, investigate, um, the thing is, is that we are infinite before this lifetime and after this lifetime. And if we want to go and go into the narrow view of okay so this relates to this lifetime and relates to this lifetime it, we can just go down the rabbit hole it never ends so <laughs> in your in your perspective it's just a matter of, well you're here right now and the energy is stuck right here on your shoulder let's just get rid of it learn from it and move on we don't need to know all the infinite stories that led up to this well sometimes there are no infinite stories you know sometimes it just happened yesterday Huh? So, okay. but in essence, my, my goal is to really put everything back in that balance and flow where, where the body can, you know, forget it. Because it's, it's all about this, this memory, whether it's good or bad. It's, it's from yesterday. We need mm -hmm. to live today. Right, right. Being the present. Well, that's what um, being fifth dimensional and higher consciousness is, is that you are in connection to the light consciousness and that has that is not pinned into any time and space it's just existence <laughs> so um now can you explain the tai chi chi kung and how your students use the 18 steps to heal can you lightly uh, touch that, that on was, that that was something uh that came to me many years ago my first year in the states i i met um a lady who was teaching tai chi and i i I started studying with her mm. and uh, um, after a while I realized that you know everything that I'm teaching in energy has to do with the Tai Chi and and it has this strong connection you can't just teach Tai Chi and just move the body you know so I started teaching my students about the energy and how to feel it mm. and then even how to see it and that's when I realized that Oh, I'm not so special. I mean, anybody <laughs> can do that. You know? That's the truth. And that's um, when the idea came to me to, to start teaching basically anybody who wants to learn. Sure, there are people who were born to this. 
just like yeah. in everything else. I mean, Michael Jordan was born to play basketball. Yeah, natural talent. I'm sure yeah. he was good in physics and whatever, but he was born to play basketball. I love to play basketball, but, you know, I can't slam that mm-hmm. uh, or, or uh, you know, get close to, to that. So I'm just happy that I found my talent. Yeah. But yeah. anybody can learn to play basketball anybody can learn math or ride a bicycle mm-hmm. there are just some people who are better at it uh, than others and the same goes for this right so mine as well um yeah the the 18 steps are are stationary exercises mm-hmm. i used to teach it mainly to elderly but uh, anybody enjoys it i still do it several times a week it uh, uh moves the energy moves every joint every muscle uh, through a series of, of stationary exercises. So it's not like the, the Qigong, the, I mean, the, the harder Tai Chi. Yeah, not, not, uh, I, I used to teach that as well, but this is, this is a lot more open to everyone. Anybody can do it. You do a, a little daily uh, routine. As a matter of fact, I, I put up on my site um, a little video, uh, morning routine, mm-hmm. what to do in the morning how to, you know, stretch your neck, you move your energy, it takes five minutes and prepares you for the day. It's, it's amazing. Nice, nice. So a little bit of physical exercise that you could do as well as the bioenergy. Yes, yes. So, um, so good, that gets you your, your exercise as part of the prevention and the wellness, everyday wellness. So 18 steps of Tai Chi Chi Kung. Um, so let's talk about your seminars and we touched a little bit about your seminars and your trainings. Um, so can you, are you doing in-person trainings in Florida or? Is well, that- right now the, you know, the COVID turned everything upside down. Mm-hmm. Uh, last year I was supposed to teach in Berlin and Bucharest and, you know, <laughs> all over Europe, uh, and the States. And it was, it was, uh, you know, the height of that routine of, of mm-hmm. uh, teaching it live and I've done uh, seminars from you know just a few people to to dozens of people at the same time depends where it was mm-hmm. um well the the in-person teaching stopped for for this year for just mm-hmm. a little time mm-hmm. uh, we have been working on on uh developing a six-week online course mm-hmm. that and that's supposed cover- to come out when is that coming out? Uh, I'm, I'm hoping it will be out before Christmas time. Of 2021. Uh, we, we put a lot of energy in it. Uh, it will have special effects, you know, showing the, the energy and, and all kinds of amazing information. So beyond what, what I have in the book, but it's, uh, it's the same subject. Okay. And uh, also long distance healing is part of it. You will learn how to meditate, how to, you know, work on your, work on your loved ones. You, you have all done long distance healing before you just, you know, didn't think about it. Mm-hmm. You know, you think of someone and the phone rings and mm-hmm. that person is on the other line. It happens all the time, right? Yep. So this is just consciously getting into, into doing that. Um, and the book already teaches all of you, I mean, all of that. Mm-hmm. But of course, the, the videos will be uh, uh, a little bit more, a little bit more. Yeah. So you guys, yeah. you can get, you can get um, Chong Gori's books on Amazon and that will kind of give you a kind of a high level overview mm-hmm. of some exercises that you could start with. And then if you want to go deeper into the trainings, um, go to the website and later on, he's going to be providing online trainings that he's formulating right now. And I, I, I will also do the, the live uh, training live uh, very soon. So right. that, that's my favorite. <laughs> yeah, the live because then you had some real time feedback. Well, let me yes. ask you this because not everybody's going to be able to make the live ones. So for the online trainings, are you going to have them pre recorded? So if somebody later yes. on wants, okay, so okay, that's perfect. So a little bit for everybody. You got some mm-hmm. of the in person. You got some in the retreats. When that comes back online, you have the live online trainings. You got the book if you can study at your own pace, mm-hmm. and then and then if you want more in depth to do it on your own free time and learn at your own so you can rewind episodes to different lesson plans that you want to go over again. When he comes out in um, December, 2021 with the online, it is going to be pre-recorded. So at any time you can go back to it and you can learn it at your own pace. So 
even if you're not having the time right now to learn how to do bioenergy healing, you can learn it at your own pace just for yourself or just do it with your pets or your family. So there's no timeline and not missing out. <laughs> Speaking of timeline and learning, uh, if we have time, I would teach your audience how to feel the energy right now. Yeah, let's do it. Let's, let's leave. Yeah. With, let's, that's the last message for the builders of the fifth dimension, because I believe every fifth dimensional being should know how to do energy healing and should know how to tap into the Christ consciousness of absolutely at any time so let's 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 leave with let's leave with that exercise you You know my my kids have been doing this ever since they were little uh my daughter was two when she was able to stop other people's pain not even knowing what she was doing so let me lower this camera a little bit so you can see my hands what i want you to do is put your arms up straight and relax your fingers just like that Now, I want you to feel the difference between this, between your fingers straight and relaxed. So there's a little bit of tension here, right? Now, with this tension, I want you to hold an imaginary basketball. Just like that. You can relax your arm. I mean, you don't have to hold it up. But uh, as long as your fingers and hands are a little bit tense, kind of opened out, your your energy gates are open Mm -hmm. so you're letting energy out so little tightness and if you compress a little bit like that like play with it can you Mm -hmm. feel that basketball Mm -hmm. there's a little bit of a sensation of of uh, like a little balloon or a little Mm -hmm. resistance like when you play with magnets now let me push. ask you something. What when for because I'm doing this like you have your hands out a little bit more straight. I'm just kind of letting them relax. Is there a little more, a little more straight? You want to have, you don't hold the basketball like this, right? All right. So you want a little you bit. You would of hold grip. the basketball okay. like this. Okay. Now don't tighten it up too much. Okay. But there's a little bit of tightness. So it's not limp. It's like that. Okay. So not like, like this, not like this, but kind of right in the middle. Okay. Yes. There you go. So a little tightness in there. Uh, they also do this in, in Qigong or Tai Chi. You know, you don't put your hands like this or, you know, there's a little bit of, little bit of movement, right. uh, a little bit of openness. So with right. this, when you hold that ball and compress it like just an inch and back, mm. there is that resistance, right? Mm-hmm. Now you can speed it up too and, and it's there all the time. And you right. get it closer and closer. There will be some areas where you feel it more, some places less. Now get all the way to an inch distance. Now make your hands flat, fingers straight. Hold it there for a moment. Mm-hmm. You probably feel a little heat tingling at this moment, right? Mm-hmm. Now if you start circling it like this, mm-hmm. and your arms are relaxed, but fingers you know, tense, you may feel the center of that rotation mm-hmm. right in the middle of your palm, right? And more of that warmth. But now it feels almost like, like rubber. There's so much, so much tension around. Like right. when you literally take those two magnets and try to push them together, they push out in, in a circular motion. Right. Now hold for a second and pull your hands apart. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Resistance again, mm-hmm. right? Because mm-hmm. the magnet has the other side too. Mm-hmm. Now you can make your ball even bigger. And then go back and forth and you'll feel more and more and more. Mm-hmm. So in essence, this is this ball is what you're looking around, looking for around the body. Because this mm-hmm. energy is everywhere around us. As a matter of fact, it goes as far as you can reach, mm-hmm. forming like an egg shape around you. So in essence, you would want to feel that same ball as you go around the body. Okay. But some places that ball will will come out like this. Some places it will go in. Some will be hot. Some will be cold. So these are all uh, a part of, of how to find the problem and how to fix them. Okay, so they're doing this. This is the first step. This is the first step. This is the first step. So they're doing yeah. this and then they're putting it on the person and then what, do they get to the person? And that, then they uh, like not, the spot I and mean, then it they... gets a little, bit, a little bit more technical than that. But first so, step is to learn to feel the energy 
and you know play with it every day feel how far you can feel it or play with somebody another person's mm -hmm. hand back and forth uh you can go up and down your forearm and feel it the same way see how mm -hmm. it feels on the outside explore your own energy first then play with somebody else okay. but it, it's all explained in detail and and uh how to progress uh from a to z uh, in, right. in my book so and, and quick, the videos will be the same so if they're doing this and they find a tense spot that, mm -hmm. uh, do they just imagine wellness for that person and then that, that would help mm, them no let, let's let's imagine something easier imagine mm -hmm. that this energy is jello uh, okay too much jello not good too little jello not good now there's too much jello around your head how would you remove it Mm. without a ladle you grab it and throw it away and grab it and throw it away so think of this jello sticking to you and there's the jello you grab it you can't grab all of it but a little bit throw it away shake it off as it's as if it's really sticking to you mm -hmm. and then do it until the jello is gone and and the you know the pain is is gone that it's that simple that no. again this these are the basic simple steps it, it can get you know complicated in certain situations well but I, it, it has you know the the what i really like in the system is that it has logic everything is kind of logical i've i've turned you know the 30 year of reiki masters into into devotees of of uh, bioenergy healing Mm -hmm. just because uh, of those reasons yeah well so everybody go ahead and practice that practice the energy ball practice um connecting to it um and then go on to chongor's website for more details and, and you, you know this is it's supposed to be fun you guys this is going to be fun it's fun and it is a very good thing to learn everybody should know at least one energy healing modality so um Changor, thank you for offering your lifetime work in bioenergy healing so people can live their highest frequency here on Spaceship Earth. And again, for more information on Changor Daniel's books, offerings, and courses, both online and in person, visit his website, with, which is Changor, and that's C S O N G O R Daniel.com. And thank you kindly to our listeners for listening to another enlightening conversation. Until next time. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Merkaba Chakras, where we talk Buddhism in the fifth dimension. For more information about today's guest, please go to the show description. For more information about Vaughn's metaphysical work, please go to MerkabaChakras.com. The views expressed today are for entertainment purposes and do not necessarily reflect the views of the host or replace any medical or legal advice. Don't forget to subscribe for more interviews about the fifth dimension. Until we meet again, blessings.